Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening, and welcome to Take2Radio Soaps. You are probably used to hearing David at this point in the show, but he's been preempted and will be with us at some point in the very near future this evening. But um, I'll take the lead tonight. I am Anthony Corona, Miami, Florida. (laughs) Please don't uh, send me any hate mail. And I am here with uh, our our candy, candy forever, and a day, Candice. What's up? <laughs> Come on, you can give us a little bit more oomph than that. No, that was that was me. That was me being because I'm going to be shady. I'm going to be a little shady, so I'm trying to be you know, oh. shady. I'm trying to fit that yeah persona. Okay, you want yeah, to Yeah, I've got some. I've yeah, got, got some, some shade to throw too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And with us is the uh, you know squared in the you know in the in the corner uh, suds in the squared corner you know wrestling guru turned soap opera addicts himself. Vinny, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Anthony. How are you today? It's uh, it's been a been a long uh, hiatus that we've been on because of the holidays. It has, and we we definitely got some stuff to talk about. But um, I have been watching. There's been some wrestling news too. So you you must be all over the map lately. I have been, yes. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into a lot of the GH uh, comings and goings uh, that I talked about um, later on. But um, there's been a lot of stuff going on. WWE is on fire. Um, they're the hottest they've been in quite a while. And uh, AEW, well, I I'm, I can't even comment on them because I don't watch them. But uh, there's a lot of a- my condolences to AEW. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I give it about I give it about three years before we see the rise and fall of AEW on Peacock. Yeah. All right. So you know what? Real quick, Vinny, why don't you throw out where they can find you on socials um, so that they can catch some of your acute wrestling insights uh well uh on my x uh link is at the apicella suds but a lot of the stuff i post from the actual suds in the squared circle x account which is at suds sq circle pod um and then you can find us also on facebook instagram tiktok uh youtube uh tonight actually we're going live at 10 p.m so i have an hour break after this show ends and 10 p.m. Eastern time, Suds and the Squared Circle goes live at youtube.com slash at Suds and the Squared Circle. Well, Candace, I'm going to jump to you for a minute. We're going to get into the news in a second, but it feels like it's been forever and a day. Um, 
give us the latest updates on Forever in a Day. Well, as of last week, we started recording after, nice. you know, strikes and strikes and strikes. Um, we are recording our fifth, and I'm not going to say it because everybody's like, but it, it may be our final season. I know, I know. Um, and it's going to come out in August. But there was big news, and I want to give a shout-out. Seriously, all jokes aside, I want to give a shout-out to everybody who's listening to not only this podcast, but also Still Party and everything. We got news last week that Forever Today ranked in the top 20 podcasts, like soap podcasts, that you need to listen to in 2024, right? So you probably yep. think to yourself, okay, what number did they rank, y'all? Forever Today ranked number six. Nice. Um, so uh, shout out to everybody. There was 145 podcasts, by the way, that people was. Take Two was on that list as well, giving a shout out to. So I just wanted to say that. But, yeah, we're coming back in August. And somebody on this show, I mean, they may, may be popping in for a guest, guest cameo. Oh. All right, girl, I'll be sitting by my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to, um, I was given the green light today to share some information. So I do want to share that, and I, it is the perfect segue to lead into the General Hospital 60th anniversary special. A lot of speculation has been out there in the soap world on all the socials about uh, Miss Rena Sofa, Lois herself. Um, and folks are saying, oh, she was listed as an official cast member, so she must be on contract. Here's the deal, folks. She's not actually on contract. She came in with um, a short story arc. Once she got into the swing of things, um, and I'm, I've been giving clearance to, to share this information, she sat down with Frank again, um, and basically they came to a deal that she is going to be on for at least six months. As long as it feels fresh and as long as the story stays true to the lowest character um, and they give her good stuff to do, she's willing to stay as long as as need as, as long as we want Lois under those conditions, and of course, you know she's an empty nester, so there's some time that would that was negotiated. She'll be off canvas a couple of spots in the next couple of months to do some things, go see both of her children, et cetera, et cetera. So no, she is not on on contract, but you know as of right now, they are still writing for Lois, so we're going to see her for a while. Um, and that leads to the other, um, well, I, I, I cringe as I say, shocking revelation. Um, kind of cute the way they did it, though. Really cute the way they did it. I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was great, yeah. But, I mean, it really didn't come as a shock to, you know, anyone who follows the soap world for, you know, any period of time. It really didn't come as a shock. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to Vinny first because I, I know you started – with Days of Our Lives as your primary show. Um, and so, you know, you've, you've spent your time with Steve Burton only as Harris. So, no, you know, that's not any true. thoughts? GH was my original show. I only got into Days last year. I only started watching oh, Days God, because of Steve Burton. That's okay. I thought you started watching um, GH because of Days. I mixed it up. I'm sorry. No. All right, but anyway, what are your that's thoughts? Okay. 
Uh, no, I'm excited. I mean, I put out a, I, 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 I uh, like these, the, you know, the Jason Morgan character because, you know, what got me into it is Spinelli calling him Stone Cold, and you know the the uh, the constant references Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold Jason Morgan. So I mean, it it works out, and I became a fan of Steve Burns very very quickly, and um, I was excited. I put out a post on X that night. I said, you know. CM Punk back in the WWE, Steve Burton back to GH, all is right with the world. So um, I did see that. I liked it. I love yes. that. I'm going to jump here and say, you know, Ron, Ronnie, my friend, you know, give me a call. Um, there could have been so much more done with, with the character of Harris. Um, there were a, a bunch of what I consider lost opportunities, missed opportunities. Um, but thank you so much for resurrecting the character. Thank you so much for, you know, keeping him working. Um, but I think, I, I think the, the fit where he's always going to be recognized, you know, for, you know, is that no matter where he is, even when he was Dylan on Young and the Restless, people still were waiting for the Jason to come out. Um, and, you know, and that's, that's sometimes that's the drawback of, of being such, um, you know, a show anchor character. But I'm going to throw it to Kansas, to Kansas, to Candace now for her thoughts. And you might as well start giving us your thoughts on the special itself, too. Um, hi, I'm Candace. Usually I'm like the kumbaya of soaps, but I can't do this right now. Here's the thing. <clears throat> when it was announced that, that Steve was leaving Dave's, I want everybody to remember he only said he was going to be on Dave for one year. Yep. I, I'm going to say that there was potential for his character of Harris Michael, but I think, and this is, this is just my opinion, I think because Ron and Dumb, and I'm going to say and Dumb because there was more people at that show too, they didn't really know the history of Harris Michaels because Harris Michaels was only there for a certain period of time back in the heyday before he left, right? There was a missed opportunity about Eve. And let me clarify something. I love Cassie the Piva, but I really thought, Dave, you was going to pull a fast one and give me the yeah. OG of Charlotte Rose, mm-hmm. especially after when she tweeted something, and I was like, oh, it's on. It is on. I'm going to blame a lot of people over at Dave's and not just Ron, because sometimes I feel as though he, Ron I mean, he does right. Yeah. He does right, but he's not in control of certain things. Do I think there was that Steve was not needed on Dave's? Yes and no. Because here's the thing. I love the fact that, again, you brought on a character that has history with the show. That's sometimes what we want. And you could have extended it. What I will say is um, – Having Harris and Ava, that kind of filled some kind of spot for me in my heart because I've always said I wanted to see Steve and Tam in a more romantic pairing than a friend pairing. If that, if in General Hospital fans, you got what I'm saying on that. Um, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he said he was leaving, look, it's no brainer. It's no, okay, General Hospital fans. Okay, let's be contestants right now. Roger Howard was let go. Um, the end. Money. Was Free money. So many Steve already said two years ago. Oh, we got some feedback. 
Okay. Two years ago, Steve Burton has said that if certain things have happened, he can come back to General Hospital. Well, things happen, and he's coming back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to wait and see how this plays out because I see everybody excited and happy, and it's like, oh, my gosh, rainbows and lollipops. I can't do that. You know why? Because I did that a couple of years ago and got let down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to trust the writing for this because here's the thing. You can have Steve Burton on General Hospital. That's great. Wonderful. Because Nathan Varney said he wants to bring back the last viewers that left. Okay. There was another reason that we that some fans left. It was because of the writing. If you do not write for this character, the and when I and, and listen to what I'm saying this people. He was there two years ago. This isn't like he just le- he left 10 years ago, 15 years ago. He literally left two years ago. I'm going mm-hmm. to need a story for me to be invested in because Absolutely. you can have the faith. You can have the faith, but I need the rest. I don't need him being the same person he was two years ago because the first thing I thought about was they're going to have to tell him that Britt died. That's like two years. That's like a couple of years ago when they told him Morgan died. So it's like, okay, the world has changed. Has Jason changed too? How is this going to affect? Like, it's going to be a domino effect because it affects Drew and and everything. Now, and let's and that's what I'm going to say. I yeah, I agree. I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see what they do with Jason because, like I said, you know. It's, it, again, it's, this is one of those, like, because everybody was asking me, and I think people don't understand. I hey never guys. said I didn't want, hey, I never said I didn't want Jason back. It's just I don't want the same writing for him that has been there for, and, yes, I'm grouping it all in, for almost 30 years. I need mm-hmm. evolution, just like yeah. wrestling. You have to yeah. evolve. For, for me to still be invested because I can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again because it gets dull real quick. Now, oh, yeah, it says the same thing. Right. And I, yeah. not to cut you off, Candace, I do apologize, no, but I just kind of no, want to okay. expo- I kind of want to expound on what you're saying. I'm a huge Steve Burton fan, and I say that on my podcast, too, is that I want to see him back, but I don't want to see him back if there's not going to be anything for him to do that's, that that could sink our teeth into, exactly. into it as a viewer. Like, I want to see – my thought is make him be the one that killed Austin because he found out, you know, Austin and Mason kidnapped Ava, and that's Avery's mother, and he still in that mindset for, you know, but protecting see, that, Sonny. That's, but see, I'm going to go you one better, Mr. Vinny, but, and say – I think this is the time for them to bring back Jason Quartermain. He, Thank he, you. Oh, is that David? I mean, yeah. Hold on. Oh, you bet, David. You're here. No. Okay. Um, I, I think it's time. You know, he was in a cave-in. We don't know. Maybe he got whisked right out right before it. But he's been gone for two years. So you know, they don't have they they don't have to pretend like something happened ten years ago off screen, right. yeah. and we just have to believe it. There's two years here that we get to you know you can tell us what happened, 
you know, or yeah. let us find it out drip by drip. I'd rather find it out drip by drip by drip, to be quite honest. Absolutely, and I'd yeah. like him to come back as yeah. Jason Quartermain, you know, with all okay. that has that ha- all the history that he has as Jason Morgan. And let's not forget, folks, you know, he was in love with Carly somewhat. And Brit. Um, yes, definitely. Exactly. Definitely the Brit thing. Yeah. Um, how would Jason Quartermain process everything that's happened to Jason Morgan, you know, and then... You, so you want that merge. You want the merge just like they did I with I want the Mike merge, and, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. That, that's what, yep. and, I, and I think... And I don't want... Oh, go ahead, David. Uh, I, Welcome. I'm with you, Candace. I don't want the same old, same old. Yep. Yeah, because it gets, it gets like, okay, I can't... And I'm going to say this. I know Sonny and Carly has been a part of Jason Morgan's life for so long. I get it. I know that. I lived through it. But this is a man who also has kids. In case y'all didn't know, he has kids. But the reason that I think we all want this merge, because, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. To those who like Sonny and Mike, that was supposed to be Jason. Yeah. I'm just gonna break I'm just gonna pull the band aid off. That was actually supposed to be how Jason was supposed to be written. They didn't do it. Um, because they didn't have the, 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 the steps to do it. Now they actually have it because again, we have not seen him in two and a half years. So you can yeah. go ahead and say that he's been like as soon as he sees something, it triggers or it triggers something. Where you have, you don't have to have his sweater vesting loving self on there, but you need to have a combined, a combined of his personas. And I'm going to tell you why I need this too. Because of Monica. Thank you. That I was don't my know. next point. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing. I don't know. I mean, hopefully she's doing okay, but reality check. We don't know how long Leslie is with us. I don't want to put anything out there. But for Absolutely. me, I need, I need that scene. Where, because yeah. me and my friends were talking about this, where, you know, Monica loves Jason, but she has I need the kids to be streaming down her face, and she just croaks out like she can't even get it out of her throat, my baby boy. Because right. there was so much history of that not being her biological child and her, mm-hmm. her, her not wanting that child in the beginning. Let's not forget that either. And then yeah. loving him to the point of it ripped her. It ripped her in half, yeah. losing him as her baby boy. So, you know, that yeah. moment where we, the kids are streaming down her face and, and he pulls his mother into his arms and she croaks, my baby boy. My God, that would be so gold. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. is like, to me, I get, and let me just say this. I get the fans who are shifting right now, the liaison fans, the Jolly fans, and, and the Jason fans. I totally see all of you. Hi to all of you guys. But before I get, before we go into that, I need the individual trait storyline first. Because if I don't get that and you automatically have him, bop, 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 oh, yeah. Carly, oh, Sam, oh, I'm going to be irritated because it's like, wait a minute. So it's just like we just picked up right right where we left off. I Which is exactly what they did with Drew twice with Drew. Oh, don't Not one, but twice. And that's yeah. going to be interesting because, again, and 
I, I'm, I'm going to do a little shout out. If anybody listened to Daily Drama Podcast, which is Stephen Bradford, formerly known as Stone Cold and Jackal Podcast, mm-hmm. Steve Burton yeah. made something very clear. And I hope everybody heard what he said. He is it because he wants up, to see his mother first? No, he's wrapping up this career. He's always said General Hospital will be the final, you know, he no. wanted to finish at General Hospital. Yeah. He said two. He said two. Then he said three. He said, I don't know how long. But I just want everybody to know, and even though he said like two, between two and four years, things can change real quick, okay? So yeah. he's already said he's going to do other things. I mean, if you're, like I said, if you're going to do this, I don't want the same old, same old. I want something fresh because, again, this isn't like he was gone for 10 years, 25 years. He literally was there two and a half years. So, I'm, I mean, Steve, I'm happy for you because I know this is what you wanted. I am happy for the fans. But like I said, I can't get invested until I see what the presentation is. All right, on that note, I'm going to round us and, all up. And, and I'd like to add something. Go ahead, David. Um, Candace, I, I want to agree with you. I remember on, on your live stream you did with James. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with you when you said it's that is an awful lot of pressure to put on one person. If oh yeah, yeah. to do what to do oh, yeah. they, because mm-hmm. because the thing is is that you know again in case y'all missed it, Nathan Varney who's now back well he's been back for a couple of months because General Hospital needed somebody to oversee a lot of things because in case y'all didn't notice General Hospital has been kind of yang yang in in the ratings. Um, I know some people's uh, cable outlets have been having a dispute with ABC. I know yes. some people have turned off General Hospital because there's a lot of things that they're not really invested in. And to kind of say, you know, like, we're going to try to bring back Glatz viewers. Well, again, with Steve Burton, Steve Burton is like, and, and Steve, if you're listening to this show, hi. <laughs> but I made this <laughs> reference. I said Steve Burton is the Matthew Ashford for General Hospital. And if you're a yep. Jays fan, you got that because any time that yep. when they killed off Jake, I mean Jake Laundry, that, you know, people was like, oh. But then when it was Sweeps to die, it's, fe- it's, fe- it's February Sweeps and Jack's back. Jack Devereaux is back on days. Well, it's like, okay, you know, but the New Year's Eve is like, you'll never guess what's coming back to Days Our Lives. Matthew Ashton Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like they bring him back for the for the sweet, you know, ratings and stuff, and that's what I feel like too. It's like I know General Hospital is going to try to do what Younger and Russell said. Yes, I said it by trying to honor their show's history, honor the honor the audience that not only the newer audience but also the all around audience. I cannot wait till I talk about that special. But, you know, they just want to, mm-hmm. you know, they just want to pay homage. So to bring back a character that everybody, whether you admit it or not, Jason Morgan is that character. Steve Burton is that fixture. But, I, yeah. you know, and let me put this out there. Yes, when he came back those years ago, the first week, yeah, the ratings went up. The next week, it went down. So, again, hype. Will it live up to the hype? Question mark. 
All right, so I'm going to round us all up, and, and I definitely want to go in this direction because, Candace, you and I eerily posted very similar um, impressions. I'm going to go with mine. You know, after I digested the special that uh, was, um, you know, I posted something to the effect of I expected it to open up something like, once upon a time, there was a little hospital that could, ran by a doctor named Steve, who fell in love with blah, 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 and it would be written in, you know, uh, voiced in the, in the voice of Rebecca Hurst with memories, you, you know, flashes, maybe not hearing the sound, but as she's talking, hear, seeing that opening scene of General the very first scene of General Hospital, uh, you know, I, I – Oh, oh, I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. I'm hurting. I, I, I love, I, I'm going to say this because it got a special. 60 years, it deserved a special. It deserved two hours. It were, you know, uh, quite honestly, we could have done six hours, a three-part, you know, three-night event, um, but it mm-hmm. deserved at least two hours. Um, yes. But it got it. It got it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revel in that, and I'm going to say thank you, ABC, and I'm going to say thank you for everybody who was involved. I love you, Amber Tamblyn. I love what? you She's so sweet. much. Mm-hmm. And thank you. But there are so many other actresses and actors yeah. who could have taken part the way Amber did that would have been more impactful. Um, but, you know, well, honestly, more impactful for who? The only reason why I ask is Amber Tamblyn is a, a name that's crossed over beyond soap operas. So absolutely more impactful towards the general public or towards the general hospital fans. Okay. I'm going to say this. If they had said, you know, the Tony Geary, what do we need to do to make you come sit, right. you know, okay. for this? Tony Geary, absolutely. Um, I know you know, somebody who they could have got, but that, not to cut you off, but I know somebody who would have crossed, who would have done it, and I think they actually said they would, but nobody asked, is Mark Hamill. And for those who do not know, before he was with yep. Skywalker, he yep. was over there, and I think he played, oh, crap, um, 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 yep. what's called his nephew, Jesse's nephew. Jesse's nephew, came, yep. He could have came on there. I love the fact that John Stamos was on there. Hashtag free blackie. Thank you. But not to cut you off, and it just go ahead, go ahead, and then I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say my piece. I'm just gonna say, you know, Vanessa Marcel. There are there are so many actors or actresses, and we could spend an hour throwing out names. I love Amber, and I'm glad she was there. So, but it feels like it was thrown together, slipshod, quickly. And I'm going to answer Vinny's question. To who? To the women, and, and a few men, but mostly women who are in their late 60s, 70s, who have been watching this from day one. To folks like my mom, you know, my mom and my grandmother. Um, and then to folks like myself, who's been watching it since not long before Luke and Laura actually got married. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like it catered to the folks of the late 90s and the 2000s. Um, You know, we got more reminiscing over Bobby on the mothership than we did in the, you know, than we did 
about the run of the entire 60 years in the special. I'm going to shut up now. Candace, girl, I know you're waiting. Okay. And Emma. We love Emma. Here's the thing. I had an issue of the placement of General Hospital Special. And I get it. I get it. Everybody wanted to see the Golden Bachelor and whatnot. Okay. You gave them two hours. Okay. You put on the show at 8, 10 o'clock, which most people either A, sleep, watching something else, which was Thursday Night Football, watching wrestling, or waiting for the next day on Hulu. Okay? I had a problem with, okay, the show to me, like Anthony said, was more for newer viewers in the last yep. 20, 20, 20 years on up versus like me yep. and some other people who've been around, you know, General Hospital. When you don't show me Robin and Stone, we have a problem. The fact is, is that for me, I had the opening and a closing where you had the actor who played Steve Hart, like, again. Well, actually, no, I saved that for the end. What you could have did is show the promo for the very first episode of General Hospital, which I think everybody probably forgot what it is. But if you go on YouTube, it's really cool. You could have did that, and then guess what you could have did? The montages of all the openings. So the, the like, dun, dun, dun. y'all know faces of the heart would have probably got. Yeah. And then yeah. what you would have had was probably Maurice be the opener. No offense to Donna Mills and to Morgan Fairchild. I love both Which women. Which I didn't get. Because, they're, because they were doing the heart and soul or thing. They were trying to incorporate certain things that, and, and that was another thing, is that I felt as though it wasn't a special. I really didn't. I thought it was sort of a, um, like, digital segment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, again, you, go, you have that and whatnot. And it, to me, okay, when I say this was thrown together, I'm not even lying, because they taped it, like, six to eight weeks ago. The night of the Emmys. No. Mm-mm. They did didn't, before that. Didn't Frank say... Didn't Frank say at the Emmys that they just came when, was, when they went up was, to take the award that, that they just that. came from taping it? Well, no, they because if they did, trust and believe, I had an issue with that too. Um, no, they didn't. Like it was literally like maybe a week before the Emmys, so it's been like a couple of weeks. And then, okay, oh God, why I gotta be the bad person? Why I gotta be the bad person tonight? Okay. No, Candy, you're not the only bad girl because no, no, I, I'm going to say, I'm I'm gonna say, say straight up, we had no. until April, technically. We had no. until April to do this. This didn't need to be pulled together like this. No, 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 because, okay, I'm just going to do it. The reason that this show happened was because ABC said, ta-da, here you go, we honored General Hospital. Ta-da, we had a strike, we didn't have any new material, so we put together General Hospital 60th. So people can say that ABC did celebrate their show's anniversary. That's because that's, that, that's literally how I felt when I was watching it. I didn't think that they put a lot of oomph into it. Like, look, we, and, and for those who said, Candace, wait a minute, but it was only an hour, technically 40 minutes because commercials. 
I'm going to tell you something. I could do a better 60 anniversary with 60 seconds. Give me, or actually 60 minutes. Give me 60 minutes. I bet I can do better. I felt as though there was only sections that really I really enjoyed. Amber Tamblyn was one of them because I never thought I would see her. Like, Amber is one of those who still loves her roots as a daytime actress. Yep, she's one. But when I saw, and I think everybody said it, when you saw Rebecca Hertz over there, I'm thinking, why didn't you have them both on the same, at you know, the same, same scene at the same time? Yep. And also kind of mentioned Tyler Christopher, too, because that was the There's four. That, you know, that was the four. That, I mean, if you couldn't get Jonathan Jackson, obviously we know he's over in Ireland, you could have had them kind of saying, you know, let's talk about like, There's been a lot of friendships over the last years at General Hospital. Give me a montage yeah. of some friendships. Mm-hmm. And then that ended on the famous picture of Liz, Lucky, Emily, and Nicholas, and say, we, we, you know, as we're talking about it, we also want to pay tribute to Tyler Christopher. Da, da, da. You don't and have to be a long thing. You could have did something. Speaking of family, yeah. where were they? Or where Billy they? Miller. Well, yeah, <laughs> families, rivalries. You know, there, there was just so much material that sure. you couldn't like. And, and here's the thing: for those who saying, "Well, they only had an hour," I would like to go back to um, the forty, the forty, the fortieth anniversary of General Hospital. They and didn't have a special. They didn't have a special that year. But what they did was that episode, it was like their 10,000th episode, which also was their 40th. They had different scenarios, and they showed montages. Like when Luke and Bo- Luke, Luke and Bobby, when Luke and Scotty was trapped in an elevator with a pregnant woman, it was a montage of the babies that was born in Port Charles. When, when Sonny went to jail, irony. They showed all, like, the, like, you know, danger zone, like, the shootings and all the danger stuff. To me, I just was like, okay. And can I talk about the bride dress thing? This are, wait, yeah, I'm getting Eric. So we saw pictures of Brooke Kerr, Rebecca Herbst, Christina Wagner, and Lynn Herring in their, you know, original wedding dresses, right? Right. So they didn't have time to cut out Brooke Kerr's part. But I was trying to figure out, like, okay, so I, I didn't understand it. I really didn't. I was like, okay, you're going to talk about weddings. I mean, you talked about Luke and Laura's wedding, which to this day is the most watched daytime episode out of all of them. Mm-hmm. That's something. And I get you couldn't. Now, here's the thing. Could you have recorded something with Tony Geary? Yes, you could have. Absolutely. Yes, you could have. You could have done it because you did it with Emma Sams live from England. Also, a who's who who's been on the show. Okay. You could have you could have done a clip montage, put their names to it. I did not need 7.2 minutes of Homeboy from ESPN telling me about the Emmys. I know the Emmys. But what you could have did, General Hospital, what you could have, should have, would have done, if Candace was in charge, I would have had a montage of the Emmy Award winners. Yeah, when, like, thank Marie, you. Like, Pat, well, you could have had Stephen Smith and Marie saying, you know, General Hospital has won, can you believe it, 141 daytime Emmys. 
take a look and take a look and see why General Hospital is the record you know record holder. Then you could have had like, look at us now, da 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 da. da. Show us Tony Gary when he clutched it with his Jerry Curl. Show us when Jeannie Francis won. Show us when Jonathan Jackson won five times. Show us when, you know, you could have done that. And what you could have also done was more interviews with people who was connected to the show. <clears throat> Sarah Brown. Tamara Braun. Yep. Ron Hale. What's up, Ron? By the way, hi. Um, when you did the medical stuff, okay, Mike's Alzheimer's storyline, great. But again, and this is the thing, I'm holding, I'm holding this for this week, BJ's heart. I'm holding that mm-hmm. scene for this week. But you could have showed me Monica's breast cancer storyline. Yeah. You could have showed me, you know, certain things, you know, that really, like, put a punch in us, Right. You didn't do that. <clears throat> there were so many things that you could have, should have, would have done. Like, again, you notice how I'm using the word montage? You could have fit 60 years into montages, and trust and believe, 40 minutes would have been good TV. I, I, yeah. I say this, where, I was, applaud, where was Richard but, Simmons, <laughs> well, by the way? Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, is like, it's like, do you know She's how many, stuck in the like, but you know what else you could have done, Anthony? And I thought about this, too. General Hospital, I always joke about it, but it's true. General Hospital is a pop cultural soap opera. And yeah. if you don't understand what I'm saying, it's literally, Luke and Laurel was on the run. Okay? Y'all know, you know the song about it. Come on, Anthony, come on. You're not going to sing it. General Hospital. General Hospital. Luke and Laura ran the same from this man, Nate Smith. Frank Smith and the left hand in it. See, I could sing the song if I wanted to, but you could have had that. Now, How they really hold up too. General Hospital is the only show who had a primetime two-hour movie episode to usher in the most uh, record, you know, the, the most beloved couple or recognized couple, I think is probably the better way to put it, the most recognized couple. You, you know, they were the only ones to get a party. So they were, oh, I mean, Candace, we've got to let David but, but, and... But, um, but you also could have talked about, and I'm sorry, how General Hospital, well, I, granted, real quick, and I'll get to you guys. I like what they did, like setting it up, is like how has General Hospital changed your life? I like that. Yes. I that like was good. that social media. Yeah. But, but other kicks. than that but other than that, like like I said, the top the top moments for me was <clears throat> Amber Tamlin. When I saw Sor Damon I cried. The bloopers. I wish they were from OGs a little bit. And what was the other thing that I enjoyed? Um, seeing Jeannie Francis. Seeing Jeannie Francis. Oh. For seven minutes. Girl, why'd they, make, why'd they make us wait so long? <laughs> but, wait, but, but here's where, now here's the thing. Okay, I know everybody's excited no, no, no. about I'm, the announcement. I'm judging a little bit. Oh, I'm not. Um, because it's, to me, that, that was kind of a slap in the face, too. But, you know, that's just me. Here's the thing. I would have swapped. I would have, okay. I would not have had the C-Burn announcement that night. I'm going to tell you why. I'm tell you tell you why I said that. At the end of the show, what I would have done was show present clips of General Hospital. Y'all know the montage that Jeannie Francis did during her anniversary 
like where she said, you know, every day I wake up and da 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 da. Or you could have done the last bit of well, the the opening of when uh, the actor who played Steve has said, you know, um, thank you for joining us for 30 years of General Hospital. Here's the 30 more years to come. Then you show the present cast with Jeannie Francis, Ken Schreiner. I know they couldn't get Leslie Charleston, but you get Fanola Hughes, Lynn, Christine. Like, show us the 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? And Jeannie Francis is, it says, and here we are 30 years later. We would like to thank ABC. We would like to thank Frank Valentini and everybody who's come through the doors. And especially we would like yeah. to thank you, the viewers, who have mm-hmm. been with us for 60 years. Here's the 60 more years to come. Thank you, General Hospital. We'll see on General Hospital. We haven't heard much from David. David, thank thank you so much for hustling your butt to get here with us tonight. Give us your impressions. Um, you you basically have been saying everything I was feeling. I think for for sixty years of history. And needed to be longer than an hour. There were some. There are a lot of omissions. Um, I, it didn't. It didn't do it justice, really. It needed more time, more care, because look how much. Look, look how yeah. much time was invested throughout all these years. Um, other writers. In it, um, not take part. Um, other past actors. I mean, I don't know if they brought. I don't know if they brought Demi Moore in and Kathleen Turner, not Kathleen Turner, but the other one. Um, um, you know, past. I mean, like they did Emma. I'm trying to think who else they could have gotten. Uh. I don't know very many. But I mean, they could, they, could have, there. they could have asked some of the some of the folks that are on other shows that are still current. Um, Sharon you know, Case, Nurse they could Gin- ask Sharon Case. Sharon yeah. Case, Nurse Ginny. There's two right there from the Young and the Restless. There's one blazing one that I can think of. You know, and then we had ones that went into prime time. You know, Jack Wagner jumps to maybe not the top of the list, but it's it's definitely one of the most memorable ones. You know, they could have montaged that or, or just said, you know what, send us in a FaceTime video and we'll clip it all together with some cool music and things. You know, but, all right, Vinny, how about you? Because we're going to have to board the mothership in a minute, so. Yeah, no, what? I mean, honestly, my biggest thing, and and I did say it, uh, I actually did tweet it right at Nathan Varney when he posted his uh, tweet about feedback. Whoever did the audio for that show should have been fired because the oh background the background you. audio was way too loud. My wife and yeah. I were sitting here watching it, and she's like, "I could barely hear what the actors are saying," you know. Because and for somebody for somebody who's not a General Hospital watcher, you want to get you want to get their interest by the storyline, by the dialogue, by the actors what they're saying. And I have a completely different view of it. I think it was made in order to get newer viewers. That's why we saw John Stamos. That's so. why we saw Stephen A. Smith. That's why we saw uh, uh, Rick Springfield. 
and we saw the people that would be would be recognized by general audience members who are not general hospital fans granted it did no justice for people who watch general hospital on a daily basis there could have been so much more but Vinny, when if you have that a was six- the thought process though then they should have had they should have asked milo to come back to talk about magic milo they should have had deck shirtless um, you know, introducing cameo uh, montages and things. If if that were the case, you don't use Rick Springfield. I, I hear what you're saying, and in a different in a different model, yeah, that would that would be. But if you're looking for newer viewership, then you're looking for younger viewership. That's going to come right. because they exactly. want, you know, they want what used to be in soaps back on soaps, which is yep. danger adventure had, on one side, but hot a, love absolutely. in the afternoon. You didn't even yep. show. And they could have had, had a video from, from Tony Gary. They could have had a video <laughs> from Jonathan Jackson. Okay. I, wanna, I just thought about this. Here's what they also didn't do, because you just said about the new viewers, and I agree. I feel as though, like I said, it was more for newer viewers but overall, it should have been for everybody. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Because here's the yeah. thing. Yeah. There's a certain couple that is killing it right now. Whether you like to admit it or not, they've <laughs> been on the cover of all these magazines. They've been the talk of the town, and that's Spencer and Trina. Where was a see? And this is, again, you could have had a montage of young love and have Nicholas and Tabiana kind of, like, introduce it and show their clip, saying, we're the newest couple in General Hospital. But we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these couples. Show us the couples mm-hmm. that, that like, like, you could have you yeah. done that. I, I just feel as though they, miss, they really miss, and I'm glad you brought up the audio, because, baby, woo, I thought it was just me. No, no, no. I thought it was just me. And when Vinny said it, I was like, okay, all right. I mean, it was just like, woo. So here's another thing, too. Okay. You give, okay. I'm going to try to think, like, well, no, I'm already doing it anyway. The Golden Bachelor. Now, I get it. Everybody was really invested in watching it. That was a wrong lead in. It was a wrong lead in. But since since you got this, since we had it and you gave them two hours, I saw a lot of general hospital. <clears throat> Let me say this again. General hospital social media flocking over the Golden Bachelor. They was like, tonight's the night for the Golden Bachelor. But you know what's so funny? You want to know what's so funny? You guys want to know what's so funny? Y'all supposed to say what, Candace? What's so funny? What, Candace? Y'all know what's, what's thank, so funny? Thank you, David. I didn't see the Golden Bachelor promote general hospital's anniversary special. So, um, no. you know. <laughs> All right, let's let's board the mothership now because <laughs> I got a few things to say. A lot has happened in the last couple of weeks on General Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Let's let's go to David first again. David, your biggest um, yes moment and your biggest pet peeve of General Hospital in the last couple of weeks. My, oh geez, in the past couple of weeks. Let me that's a lot to look forward to. Um Jeez <laughs> Louise, where am I here? Okay. Um Spencer and Trina. All right. And your um, biggest um pet peeve. 
the pet peeve is I'm, I I have to say um All right, David, we're going to give you some time to think, and we'll come back to you. Vinny, same question. My biggest yes. Um, honestly, I'm really getting getting excited about where this whole thing with Cyrus is going. And I know that's probably the unpopular, unpopular no, thing. No, maybe not. But maybe I, not. I, I like. I like how Jeff Cobert plays it because I feel like when the, cause I, I believe if I'm not mistaken at this point, we're watching stuff after the writer's strike. So the, the yep. regular writers are back now. I feel like yep. there was such a shift in, in the Cyrus character that we still don't know whether he's good or bad is his redemption and his, you know, uh, Christianity, or faith, is it real, or is he still, you know, shady and, and planning stuff behind? He plays it so well. He is such a cerebral actor that, honestly, as I'm watching it, yes, I have my opinion, and I feel like it's not, you know, like I feel like he's still planning stuff. But the fact that they Mason's in prison and they killed off Austin, I feel like that kind of took everything away from what they were building with the Cyrus character if, he was going to be the boss of, a, you know, the, the Gatling gang. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I still don't know whether he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy, or if he's just somebody who is trying to get on everybody's good side, but nobody wants to give him the time of day because of who he is. Uh, the biggest no for me right Wait, now. Wait, before you say the biggest pet peeve, okay. I'm going to mirror that with you because I think General Hospital is doing this, and if they are, kudos, 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 they're mirroring the same storyline with Nicholas, and you're not going to know for a while who's pulling strings. I think they're playing the two storylines, and yeah. give Adam Hoss a break, people. He is actually oh, doing a really good job. Yeah. All right, so your your biggest pet peeve. My biggest pet peeve is the way that, that Nina going to the SEC came out. I, you know, it's like, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like Lois had the, well, okay, let me preface this. This is the first time that I know the Lois character, that I've seen the Lois character, this, this arc. I never saw okay. her in the past because I started watching after she was gone. So is okay. it in her nature to put her nose into Sunny's business? And yes. are they that close of friends yeah, that she yes. would be doing that? Okay, yes. then my pet peeve is is, moot, is a moot point. All right, but so that, I'm going to answer. Be my pet peeve. I'm going to answer that after Candace goes because I have to answer you on that. But Candace, what are your what's your oof and your oh? Okay, a lot of praise, a lot of praise, Candace. <laughs> Wait a minute, what was everybody else's again? See if this tricks me. Like, what was everybody saying about? Basically, the SEC let down. Well, I mean, that's definitely. I mean, okay. So I'm oh, gonna okay. I'm gonna rock your world with another perspective. But go ahead, Candace. Okay, so my yay is what's making me yay is Cyrus turning into Mitch Lawrence. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Am I lying? I was gonna say oh. the exact same words, girl. Oh Am my I God. lying? 
So wait a minute. So yes, many, I so don't I, know what you mean. Well, okay. So many, okay. So there was a character in One Life to Live played by Roscoe Bourne. May he rest in peace. And he played kind of a creepy character who always he he was a cult leader, and he always mm-hmm. whenever he did something bad, he would paraphrase the Bible. He would repeat a scripture okay. from the Bible. So to me, with Cyrus is like the sheep led the goat the goat to the market, and I'm just like, yo, I'm like, okay, who am I going to get for this? Because I think Jeff is a great actor, and I think for a minute they didn't know exactly what to do with him. This is just my case. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm kind of like, okay, he's trying to be the holiest person in the world, but he's such a bad person. I just want like when Lord said, I miss the old Cyrus a little bit because now this is, I'm like, but when I saw him, I was like, he's going to be the new Mitch Lawrence of town. Like, there you go. Okay, let's go. Um, Now for my yay, my booze, booze. I don't like the fact that the FCC came out the same time we found out about Bobby's stuff. But the sad part is half of us knew that was going to happen. We all, And I also said on this show, almost two months ago, right, Anthony and David? I said two months ago, who was going to snitch? Who was going to rat out Nina being a part of all this? I said it wasn't going to be Michael. I said it was going to be because, and see, General Hospital, now you have to understand why I'm not so – Woo! About Steve coming back is Jason because it's too predictable at this point. Um, okay. I think, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Girl, I just have to offer this perspective because I've been reading it on the socials too. I did not put this out there. I wanted to save this for tonight. I am giving General Hospital a huge, huge congratulations on doing it this way, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I touched on the Cyrus and Nicholas thing. I really think that they're setting up a mirror storyline, and they're drawing a thing. They're going back to using the full canvas for the main story and having sub-storylines underneath it. Okay, mm-hmm. having, it at the, having it at the same time as Bobby made something happen for us. We all wanted Nina, uh, uh, Carly to rip Nina to sh- – and I, you all know for, you know, the two years now, I love me Nina. I want to see what happens next. I don't know if they'll redeem her. I don't know, and I don't care at the moment. I, you need to have a Nina on campus. So oh, I yeah. love Nina. But you know mm-hmm. what? We didn't get our rip to shreds moment, and we're not going to get it next week, and we're not going to get it the week after that. But guarantee you, come first week February sweeps, we are going to get a rip you to shreds moment like you wouldn't believe. They are integrating the storylines back. They're putting everybody to work in the right, oh, and how you are working, Mr. Jeff. I, I, am, I was going to say Mitch Lawrence to Candace. I was waiting for this moment. Thank you. You know, mm-hmm. you are more than welcome to steal my thunder anytime, girl. I, mm-hmm. They have created, and it, now I'm going to give the, the dark side of the moon now. General Hospital, sometimes you create a really great umbrella storyline. And I have been at this moment before where I have ripped, I'm not ripping up the divorce papers today, where I have ripped up the divorce papers and said, okay, we don't need any more counseling. We back, baby. And then it all falls apart. But if, if, if this trajectory of pulling all of these storylines into something big and keeping everybody dancing around the canvas like this, 
you got a soap opera back again. Now, one pet peeve. Um, we all love innocent, um, sweet, but sassy, and I like when she gets sassy, Trina. It's time to give a sexy Trina. Mm-hmm. You know, we had we had romantic Trina, and I do not mind seeing more romantic Trina, especially because you know right. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Spencer is in the picture. Um, but now we need to see a little bit of sexy Trina. You 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 got to stop shoving the innocent um, Becky Do Right Trina down our throat. You created the perfect couple. You got to evolve them. They cannot stay in this space. They can't stay here. You got to let them grow now. All right, uh, who wants to who wants to uh, answer me back? <laughs> oh boy, who can? Um, I like your enthusiasm. You got me excited, so um, yeah, I want to. Yeah, see. I've been enjoying it. Honestly, you got me excited, so I want to see more integration. I want to see more. I want to see um, everything moving. I don't want it stalemated for too long because sometimes they let it sit for too long. Uh, they, let... they got a lot to cover in the next couple of weeks. Um, there were so many, you know, dangling storylines that they even need to give us an update on to finish out quickly or to pull into the main storyline too. They, if, they, if the trajectory stays the same, because I've noticed they pulled each, each little storyline in piece by piece, so if the trajectory stays the same, that's going to be great. It'll lead us right into February sweeps. Vinny? No, I, I, I agree with you completely. And I, I like how the, they're setting up the, the main storyline and having everybody, uh, having the main canvas be that, that main storyline and then the sub-stories sub after that. I, I I absolutely love that. It's an actual where you could tune in, and regardless of what's going on, everybody's going to have that part to play. And there's I, I hope at least going forward that everybody's character will be used in a specific way where you know where they're going, or or should I say you don't know where they're going, and you but you, they have a part rather than just. Oh, I'm here because it's filler. I'm getting a paycheck, and I'm just here on screen because of my contract. No, I want to see the story, and I I agree with you. I, I feel like that's how we're going to be going forward. All right, yeah, Candace. All I I don't mind if you disagree. What's up? What's up in your thoughts? <laughs> okay, so I like the fact that we're utilizing the cast instead of separating them. When we get to another show, that's actually one of their biggest problems, despite some good stuff. I I'm, I I feel as though like right now they're teasing us with the posture of being good. You see what I'm saying? Like we're getting I agree with getting that. Some, we're getting wrap ups to some long overdue storylines, like Esme finally getting her memory back. Yeah. We got Spencer and Trina. That, yeah. You know, um, we're getting the whole Sunny Finds Out stuff. Like, everything that was kind of dragging last year, we're finally getting the closure. This this chapter of the show is closing, 
and we're 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 wrapping up with saying goodbye to a friend. All right, before you go on, let me add one more thing. We definitely saw Laura Wright's Emmy Reels next year, this last week. Oh, yeah. Go on, Candace. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this. To me, last, okay, real quick. Last week with Ken, um, uh, um, uh, Jeannie, Fanola, and all of them, especially Laura Wright, that wasn't acting. That wasn't acting. Because, again, and I said this, for those who don't know, Laura had lost her mom not too long ago. And Jackie Zeman was there to hold her hand. I don't think, again, the reactions are real. I want to give a shout-out to Christina Wagner, though. Oh, yeah. Because she's lost a lot, too. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. show, General Hospital lost a lot. And, 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 and I have to do this real quick. Side note, we didn't talk about this in the news. I want to give the General Hospital family, the daytime community, our thoughts and condolences. Because over the weekend, it was announced that Bridget Dobson passed away. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. And if you guys don't know who she really is um, and how she's tied into General Hospital, yes, she was there at General Hospital. She was. But her parents. Her parents. Well, no, I'm about to get to that, David. <laughs> I mean, she wrote, you know, she did some little writing there, too. But her parents created the show. Her parents are, and, and here's the thing. Y'all know who else you could have interviewed? Just saying. Um, but, of course, she did Santa Barbara and gone light at small times. But I really wanted to give a shout-out to her real quick. Um, but, again, with, with General Hospital, I, for me, yeah, you can tell me you're going to do this. You're giving me everything. You're giving me da-da-da-da-da. But, like you just said, Anthony, in the next couple of weeks, if all of this is being hyped up for a letdown, I'm officially out. I'm officially out. Because you've done this eight times to me so far, General Hospital, where you've been, you've been like it's a roller coaster. We're going up. We're going up. It's like, oh, here we go. We're about to have a great, you know, that drop. And then it's just flat, like flat, going on another rail, flat. I need for stuff to pop up. I need for things to start happening because, again, this is, look, here's how I'm going to help you guys out. We're on the road to Steve Burton's return, right? <laughs> I mean, is yeah. that what they're going to try? So yeah. if, if this show is trying to, you know, get us hype, you need to start doing stuff now. And I'm not talking because here's the thing. I didn't like the fact that the FCC, the C9, what came crossing over to Bobby because here's the thing. I still can't stand you, Carly, because you acted like you're innocent when Nina told right. the truth. You and Drew did something bad. I'm sorry. You guys did something. You made that bid. You had to lie in it. What I didn't like is the fact that, okay, yeah, Sonny told Nina. Nina's like coming over there and everything. First of all, Nina didn't know your mom died. Right. Not everybody got the memo about that. And, again, this is one of those real-life situations because sometimes you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house. But yeah. I was just like, oh, Absolutely, and I love the way that – I actually love that they played it that way. Because I loved it, it, but, it, it but, ain't get it a little bit more real, in reality. I, I get that. I totally get that. But I think for me and some others, it's like this storyline went on so long that we was hoping that it wasn't going to interfere with this storyline. 
Because if you take a look now, again, we know real life stuff happens. But if you pull it back, you just now said it. All of us who was going after Carly, now we kind of got to reel it in and be like, oh, my gosh. Oh. And then you're right. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be like, well, well, Nina, go get her. Like, free, you know. So I I promise you. I promise you. And I'm going to make this proclamation. They're going to do Bobby right. I don't think we're going to come back in two weeks and, and say, I do think this week they've already started to show signs they're doing Bobby right. But wait, let me finish the point. In okay, the meantime, ahead. we finally get movement with Michael and Willow. We, we finally yes. see other relationships in play, and we see the beginning of Lois being merged into the rest of the canvas. Um, they gave us a whole bunch of resolution and yet opens up new storylines all at one shot. And now all I need to do is take the dangling ones, pull them in, just forget about them. Let them settle out of court off camera. Let us have a, a quick little scene about it in, in one of the doctor's offices and be done with it. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just can't invest in that storyline. Um, no, it, I but, agree. You know, and the Nina well, oh, show uh, coming. The Finn? Yeah. yeah. The Finn storyline. There's yeah. nothing there to root. You know, you, know what, you know what's missing in that story? That we don't know who the Muldoons are. We don't know. I mean, there are elements missing in that story that keep us uh-huh. from rooting for him. That keep if us it from was someone we knew. If it was someone on Canvas, exactly. All right. We do have three other shows to cover. So yeah, uh, let's go to Days. Um, Vinny, fill us yeah. in on the last couple of weeks in Days. Well, um, last week we did see how Holly overdosed and EJ is on a rampage now, um, which, in my opinion, he should be recused from the case since he's got a conflict of interest. Of course, I have to suspend, uh, you know, suspend disbelief because it is a soap opera. Um, But at the same time, it's like I, I like the scenes that we're getting with Stefan and EJ. Because Stefan's like, we're on the same side here. You don't get it. You're too blinded by, you know, whatever because of Holly, but we're on the same side. I'm telling you that I'm stuck because of Clyde and blah, 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 blah. And EJ's just not hearing it. And I, I, I still don't know how I feel about Everett yet. He, I, like, I, I feel like they, they're, they're trying to force integrate him into, into many different storylines, especially him being the editor in chief of um, the newspaper. But I, uh-huh. I, I, you know, it's like, okay, so we we know that he, you know, was the ex boyfriend that wanted to propose to Stephanie. You know, we've seen a picture that, you know, he was with Jada. What, what's there? But now he's, you know, on the beat of trying to figure out this drug problem. They're putting him into too many storylines, and to be honest, I feel like they're force-feeding him to us. So I'm just not sure how I feel about him yet because there's there's nowhere to turn where he's just not there. Candace, I think you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say in response to that. They are doing – they have not learned from a bunch of characters that have recently departed from the show. 
They are throwing all of the paint at the wall and throwing it in on all the different sets to see where the chemistry Four lands. Six. And it, and the problem with that is they have they have to write too many weird storylines that don't or, or story uh, getting away from the story little moments that don't resonate. And so I think they need to. <laughs> well, I know exactly where they need to go, but I'm not going to say it because I, I, all right, I am going to say it. What they need to do is have him have something on one of, on Stephanie mm-hmm. and, and have, show a, a, a bad boy, not a, an evil or a crazy, just a, I'm going to work this because I want what I want kind of guy um, and, and run with that. And stop trying to make him in, you know, in all the little spaces to see where chemistry is going to fit. We know where the most impact will come, and that's where the most impact will come. Candice. Dave. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so let me touch on this everything. Because this is, this is one of those times where, again, you 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 presented something that actually was interesting, but then it's just not working right now. I like Blake. I think Blake's a great guy. You know, stuff like that. Good actor. And I feel as though they bring him on for one plot, but I have a feeling they're trying to save his momentum, his energy for the next storyline, which I think I'm I'm putting two and two together of where he's going to be at. This whole Steffi F. Everett Jada situation. I'm so, like, mm. so, yeah, I'm getting my Wendy Williams moment. Hold on. So, Everett's been on this canvas now for going on two months, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Two months. Two months. Okay. And I know in Salem time, it's only been about three three days. Or three weeks. (laughs) Probably. You got, sometimes you got to do that, right? I give it to you. You know, like three weeks at the moment. To me, okay, you kind of dropped the ball a little bit with Jada and Stephanie finding out that Everett is in town and he is that guy. Yes. How, like, yep. to me, like, so nobody, like, are we going to get that? Because, again, I feel as yeah. though that is actually what I need to yeah. see. Like, we've been having a lot of Jada mm-hmm. and Stephanie moments. By the way, thank you to whoever did that, Sherry. Because I kept saying, how is it that Jada and Stephanie are supposed to be, like, their families are, like, the fathers were friends. They yep. were growing up. How come we haven't had, like, girls night out, like, woo, let's talk about it, until, like, a couple of days ago. But literally, I'm thinking to myself, all right, you have it where, like, she's about to show the picture. Here comes Harris. I'm like, okay, Harris and Stephanie slept together. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be something. But then it's like you dropped the ball. So to me... I, I just feel it so like, okay, what are y'all trying to do with Everett? Is Everett supposed to be this guy that we feel sorry for? Because I don't. Um, or, <laughs> I really don't because I find it interesting. How are you going to be with somebody and then you're going to be shady and be some, with somebody else? Like, and then you're going to mm-hmm. lie and say that you was in a coma. If I was Stephanie, I would have been like, oh, which hospital were you in? At Memorial yeah. Hospital. Oh, really? Memorial Hospital. Where are you going at? Oh, I'm just going to go and see Anthony, David, and Vinny. I'll be right back. <laughs> Memorial Hospital. <laughs> yes. Um, was there a patient here named Everett? Oh, he wasn't here? Okay. 
I'm back. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, you would think the daughter of Patch would be doing this kind of stuff, but I digress. So I think with Everett, I yeah, like I, you, I, and not to cut you off, but I agree. Her father is a TI. <laughs> Why couldn't she at least bring it up to him and say he claims to be the coma? Could you check this out? Wait a minute, hold up. I'll even give you one even better. Her mama works at a hospital. You mean you can't tap into some hospital files? Come uh, on now. Come on. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm gonna go with you, and that's why I say the redemption to that could be we don't, you know, Stephanie's a rather new character as well. We don't know mm-hmm. a lot about her, her life, you know, in between since that she's been in Salem. So you know, but, he can have something on her, or they can have a secret together. I know what you did last summer. They ran somebody down. They don't know if it's dead or alive. They've always assumed but wait a minute. that nobody. But. Yeah, but, but wait a minute. Um, they were so she didn't have her father look up whether or not ever was telling the truth about being in the coma. But they were so quick to look up Chad owning the the company that bought the newspaper from mm-hmm. Gwen. Like, well, there, that, there's yeah, some that's kind your of suspension of disbelief. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's your suspension no, of disbelief it. in the show. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just trying okay. to add logic to an illogical situation. I'll, I'll help you out with this. And to, 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 to my brother Anthony, I love you, but I can't let this go. Here's the thing. The character of Stephanie has been, quote, unquote, relevant in the Days universe for, for, for a while now. Wait a minute. Two yeah. summers ago, we had this show called Beyond Salem. Y'all remember that show? Yep. It was on it was yep. what we got, Beyond Salem too. Check it out. And yes. You had the character of Stephanie being introduced. Here's where I fault certain people. You had Stephanie on this show, and she took a phone call. Let's see if you remember this. She took a phone call, and it was sort of kind of like she was kind of being secretive about it. Next thing you know, she got blown up, okay? She got into the hospital. Okay. Once we found out that Abigail was coming over to Days of Our Lives, this is where you should have picked up about her mysterious lifestyle, and you didn't do it. So to me, it's like, okay, Stephanie is not supposed I, – I don't know what they're going to do with her. Here's what we do know. She's needy. Sorry, she is. She wants Chad. I'm like, baby, please, baby, please stop doing this. I yes. don't know where the writing is for her. When Jada – so proud. She's an independent woman. Independent woman. Just need to get away from race. I'm sorry, folks. I'm not saying. Um, but it's just like, to me, you got this whole Everett thing sitting right here. But I think, and I'm going to be honest, I think they're going to connect him to the storyline that we're seeing unfold right now with the drugs. And that's how we're going to get Jada and Stephanie finding out about him. Mm. Mm. I had a thought. I think of that. Just yeah. Go ahead, David. Well, sure. Sir, sir. I like what Candace said, but I I was wondering through all this if we're seeing if we're just seeing the same actor, but he's going to be doing two different parts. No, God, no. I'm sorry. No, I can't please do, no. I can't do yeah, twins, no, and I can't do, no. and I can't I can't do twins, and I can't do DID. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and no, no, well, I didn't and say DID. I just saw uh, just another. No, 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 no. It's too soon. Too soon. No, no, because All here's right. the thing. I'm going to say it real quick. 
call cop out. I'm going to call cop out. Yep. Because, yep. And I yeah, because we did I, it. I, I know because we did it with Stefan and Well, no, it's not even that. Jake, like, okay, right? I know, I know, I know, like, there's been stories of, you know, people faking out their spouses with the twin switch, like the twin switcheroos, right? Like, if you're a twin, you switch around, you switch identities, wives and spouses and all that, husbands and stuff like that. I'm going to be honest, it's not going to work if for this presentation of a storyline. Because what you're trying to do with Everett is give Stephanie some kind of, like, backing as to why she is the way she is with Chad. At the same time, you're also kind of giving us a little bit of a fill-in for Jada. Like, Jada wasn't just this whole, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. She actually was in love. So to me, it's like if you don't do the if you don't do the story justice, you're you're right now you're waiting you're waiting for it, and that's why I said because obviously the big reveal we already know the reveal we already know the secret that both women was with this man. If they would have like quote unquote not tell us that, then I can let the storyline play it as it is. It's like wait a minute, Jada's husband and Stephanie's husband wait they went to the same school. What if they know hmm. each other? Like, kind of play it out that way, and then maybe, like, towards, like, I don't know, February sleep, where Stephanie, like, shows the picture to Jada, and Jada was like, this is your husband, your ex-husband? And Stephanie was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's kind of cute. And J- Jada's like, yeah, he's cute, all right. He's my husband, too. Turn in today's for lives next week on Peacock. Like, you see how I just yeah. do that? Like, again, yeah. to make that storyline interesting, but like I said, you kind of you you now like kind of played it out, so you have to connect Everett to a bigger storyline, so his life, so that way Jada and Stephanie will find out. Oh wait a minute, you're in town? Wait a minute, you arrest me? Why'd you arrest me? Cause I'm his ex-wife. What? I'm his ex-wife. Tune in today's vlog. <laughs> it's just I don't know, but but I love Jada. I actually enjoyed Jada's. I love the I love this whole drug storyline. Like the the having EJ be EJ. Thank you, Dave, for finally listening to me because I need Dan yes. to say this. Yeah. I know people. I know people are like, oh, but you know, EJ is being such an a hole. Well, welcome to the world of EJ Zamora because that's who he's been for a very long time. I'm sorry that y'all have to find out this way. But he is. But he's always been this way. Um. I said this last night. The young man that plays Tate, uh, Jamie, is that his name? Jamie in real life. I, I don't know. This, like, I'm gonna tell you something. Keep your eyes on him. Keep 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 an eye on him. Keep an eye, he's the one to watch this year. Isn't he's he the one something? To watch this year. He is. Yeah. He, he's he, something. I felt so, so I felt so bad for Tate because he's he's just like his mom. His, his just like his daddy. He's like his grandfather. He was trying to do the right thing. He was trying to help a friend. He was really trying to help. And then he gets beat up and all that stuff, and they tried him as an adult. He thought he was going to, you know, come home. And he's like, nope. EJ's like, no. And he's shitless. He is. And then, oh, my God. And and wait, Anthony Vinny David, you know what broke me? You know what broke me? The scene that broke me. Teresa? Besides Teresa was when John and Brady – and oh God! Yeah. Yeah. This is this is how. Okay, I'm saying it now. Sherry, as we are, some of you guys may or may not know, Sherry Anderson is over at Days. She is being the the writer right now. 
very biggest thing that she does is it's utilize history. It's history, history and the, the utilization of family. When Brady said, I got you, how many of y'all had the flashback of John Black telling Brady, John. I got you? Yep. yep. And it was like that moment, I'm like, that's how you do it. When you had everybody in the room. Where you had EJ, Brady, all of them in the room. I'm just looking at this, and I was like, see, this is why sometimes you don't need to always get outside people sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Work with what you have on your show. Because I'm looking at this talent. And mark my words, Eric Montsoff, Emmy, Emmy Award nominee. Eric yeah. Montsoff for next year. Emily O'Brien, girl, I'm giving your props. Mm. Because... Even though, look, we can say a lot, but here's the thing. Teresa was never a mother. Do you get what you understand what I'm saying? She was never supposed mm-hmm. to be a mother. She's a mom, but, she is. but she's not a mother. So her reactions was good. I love the fact that they brought up both Brady and Teresa's drug addiction. I was like, come through, America. Come through. I, I, like I said. This, 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 and the fact that Holly, and that's why I said I feel as though the big, the big story because we're seeing it, we're seeing it brewing. We're seeing it brewing, right? We know there's a drug ring in town. Mm-hmm. This is where this is where it ties in. Holly's going to be a victim, but also, oh my God, how did I have to take the victim forget, too? How did I forget this, y'all? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love you have Nicole over there, right? And she is like saying, you know, this is her baby and everything like this. Now, Marlena, Marlena, I see what you did there. Now, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Oh, crap. Real quick. And I know we got to go to another show. I, I need to applaud Sherry and them again. When Marlena and Nicole was talking and Nicole said, you know, talking about the baby's death, right? And Marlena said, yeah. I know how it feels because I lost my baby too. And Nicole was like looking like, who? And this is where Nicole was sort of like the new audience a little bit. When Marlena said DJ, I was like, you know what? This is the most I've heard DJ's name in a, in a hot minute between Ron and Sherry Anderson. For those who don't yeah. know, DJ was born. Yup. And he died because of SIDS. I was like... I said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. When Marlena then called Eric and said, Nicole's, Nicole's in the hospital. Watch. Holly's in the hospital. She overdosed. Eric goes over there. And this is why I say I needed for EJ to do this. When he saw Eric and Nicole hugging, you saw the twist in EJ's head. Yes, he is a, he's a DA. Do I think he should have been a DA? Heck no, because what does a DA do with all that power? He can do whatever he wants, right? The fact he's that he fun. like he's having fun with it. The fact that he was like saying about Holly being a good princess, and you even have Johnny saying, "In what world?" Because kids lie to their parents all the time, right, Johnny? We know you do. But then at the same time, it's like EJ is trying to do this for Nicole's sake, quote unquote, be like you know, apples and oranges, be like be not yeah. only the the husband but the hero. Yeah, right. but being the hero, Absolutely. and then 
And then it's like that's the driving force. Like EJ has been through so much, you knew this was going to break him. The the the, the, the fact that, and then you have Brady. Brady. I mean, when I saw that promo this for this week, all I kept saying was, "Now this is day of our lives." You have the family war. You're having the umbrella storyline. This, my friends, is a soap opera. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. All right. I think we've done Dave a tremendous amount of justice, and I completely concur as far as getting on the soap track and, and Dave is on fire. Let's go to the Young and the Restless. Candace. we always throw back to you, girl. Come on, Candy girl. Okay, so since we left off, let me hold up. Since we left off with the Young and the Restless, oh, my God, let me tell you what happened. Okay. Nikki's a flat-out drunk again. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'm loving it. I am loving See, it. Like, I'm sorry. They got re- you guys know they got rescued, but ever since, you know, Nikki had that pink, you know, the IV of vodka, which, by the way, I have not seen originality like that creativity yeah. was since the loving murder. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have not seen that. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm still shocked on that, right? So just like the song Full House, everywhere you look, everywhere, she sees Jordan. She gets a phone call. Hello, Nikki. Thanks, Josh, for throwing it in there. I was waiting for you to do it. So pretty much um, Nikki being drunk, she comes over. Jordan was holding her hostage and Claire sedated Claire, y'all. Jordan sedated Claire. So now you got a drunk, you got a crazy, and you got a sedated. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. That's, that's a joke waiting to happen. So then Claire finds out all the deets and everything, and then Jordan threatens Nikki and everything. Well, Nikki fakes being drunk, y'all. Yes. Oh, yes. She faked being drunk. She faked it so well that at, the, at Victor's house, because, you know, he got a tidbit that Nikki was drunk, he goes over and he smells the bottle. It was pure water. That was so good. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. So Nikki, bop, bop, Jordan upside her head. The police arrested Jordan and stuff. Claire got to go to a, a mental uh, facility where she's currently at. Victoria feels as though she's losing the connection to her. But again, um, you don't even really know if this is your daughter or not, even though they, because again, the DNA test was conducted by using a hairbrush with Nikki's hair. Just for those who don't know, take a look again. So, okay. So, we got that going on. Jordan may or may not be in jail. Stay tuned for that. Okay. The next thing we need to address is Sharon, Chance, and Summer. And Nick. Lord, have mercy. Go ahead, girl. First and foremost, I'm going to praise some Jesus. Can we praise some Jesus? Yes, we can. So Jesus comes through every time for us. We was all worried after Sharon finally saw the light, the God in light. You know I had to throw that in there. Where everybody and their mama was saying, well, don't you know, don't you think that something's going on between Chance and Summer? Like, Summer, if, Ch- if Sharon wasn't in the picture, would you go after Chance? You and Chance Summer look kind of cute. So then, so then Sharon couldn't go to a concert, right? So guess who went? Summer, because Summer is in love with the fans. So Chance and her went out. They had fun. <laughs> anyway, Sharon started seeing all of this stuff, right? So last week, 
was a special episode for Sharon, okay, Sharon Case. Yep. I thought it was yep. not for her anniversary. It was just, you know, and she kind of, like, went over her, her life in some comical way, right? Okay, because everybody dreams, like, It was you know, 30 years, wasn't it? Yeah, it's going to be 30 years, but I think they're going to wait for her to this. Wait, we're going we're gonna to tell her how I think this is going to happen. So in the dream cast was Mariah and Tessa. Mm-hmm. We had Tucker. We had, of course, you know, Nick, day player number two. Shout out to her. I don't know the young lady's name, but shout out to you, girl. Um, we had some other people, right? And Adam. So And Billy. And Billy. Billy was the narrator, Billy. by the way, and Phyllis, of course. Okay. So here's the highlights. So we reenacted the wedding from 2014, 2012. And what was the 14. funny part was 14. Thank you. They reenacted when they found out when, you know, Nick slept with Phyllis and, you know, they did all that stuff. And the funny part was they was like, okay, let's see if we can remember our, our lines. Hit, okay, that stood out to me, and I'm going to tell you why. 450, none of them. That was the last wedding, okay? The last one. The, yeah, yeah, here's why I stood out for me. Because Michelle Stafford wasn't playing Phyllis at the time. No, Gina was. Nope. G- Gina was playing. So, exactly, I wanted yeah. to see. It was sort of like, kind of like, okay, we're going to let, we're going to see Michelle Stafford's version on this scene, right? So, they played each scene by each scene. And, of course, the famous slap when Sharon slapped Nick. And then they do this whole, like, the laugh comedy, you know, soundtrack. And they're all like, that was so good. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe we remember all that stuff. Let's go play poker. And I'm just like, <laughs> That I just watched. Then you got Tessa over there singing, a lot of boo, a And there was a part that this was the most, like, they literally took this scene and made this into a thing where it was kind of sexual. And it was, I ain't going to lie. Where Tessa kind of is reaching over and kind of, like, doing something, and Sharon is looking, and I'm just like, what the heck is happening up with this? And then Tessa and Adam were starting to dance. I'm telling you, folks, there was a lot going on in this episode. But the main factor was is that Sharon said that, you know, every time she turns around, she's doing this, this, and this for everybody, and she gets her heart broken all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time that she puts 110 in, she gets screwed over. And it's true, she though. Says it's, yeah, she said it's all Nick's fault. It's all Nick's fault. I even like, and I know some people got, got, got upset about this. When Adam Not me. Says, when Ed, well, the part with Adam, when he was I like, know. I'm just a bad boy, that's why we couldn't be together, because it's so wrong. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know, <sighs> Say what you want about Adam, but him and, and Sharon kind of did work. They both was town pariahs. Sadly, one is still technically a town pariah. Like, like you look, Adam can do no right in town, right? Sharon yeah. can do, look, Sharon burned down the freaking ranch because everybody loves Sharon. <laughs> well, Sharon, like, you know, Sharon had a little bit of cuckoo nest going on. Right. So, I mean, she can. Sharon she can got the gen- she, to get out of jail. She, yeah, I'm going to echo you on this, Candace. I'm going to say it. I always thought 
Sharon and Adam, they understood each other. They had fun with each other. They, they sarcasm, bantered. They had every element. And so, you know, couples can't last. I get that. Yeah. But on soap, in soap worlds. Yeah. But to all those haters out there, no, 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 no people, they were together and they had, they had symbiotic for a, for a little, quite a while. And they could I mean, have now, worked. Now, did did they do things to each other? I mean, yeah, Adam did the worst, gaslight that woman, gaslight Sharon. But when Sharon was literally on the brink, I mean, okay, here's the deal. There's been two guys in Sharon's life who has stuck with her through the down, the real, when I say down and out, I mean the down and out. That's Adam right. and Dylan McAvoy. Because, again, when Dylan found out the truth about that baby, he didn't turn yes. Sharon So, yep. and then with Nick, see, but here's the thing about Nick. Nick has been through the ups, the downs, including trying to, you know, you know, had custody of the children and all that stuff. But I think the, you know, when Sharon said all that, it felt like a relief. But prior to that, before she did all the the dream sequence, she pretty much told Chance, "This is what I want. Like, this is I. I'm not a young woman. I'm a mature person, and I want A, B, C, D, F, G. Do you think you can be A, B, C, D, F, G with me?" And my biggest thing was I never wanted Sharon to be in a love triangle with Chance or something because I'm like, Lord, baby, we did this before with Abby, Scott, and Summer. I mean, Sharon. I didn't want Sharon to get hurt. That's my whole point. I didn't want her yes, to get I hurt. Yes, I did not. So, she's so above this. Her, she is above yeah, this. Yeah, she's above this. So when she told Chance what she said, I wasn't mad. And then, um, obviously, they broke up. And then... You know, at the end, Nick realized he is as much fault to a lot of stuff than he wanted to originally admit. So now Nick has admitted his part into all of this. When I tell you, young wrestlers, it's time. It's time. Yes. It is time. It is time yes. because it is, it is their, both of their anniversaries are coming up, 30 years past. I want yeah. Nick to chase Sharon this time. I want Nick to grovel, beg on his bended knees, and be shirtless, and say to Sharon <laughs> how much he loves. What y'all thought I wasn't going to throw that in there? Come on now. In the, rain. Saying, in the rain. In the in rain. In the pouring rain. Oh my God. In the pouring <laughs> rain. Yes. Even in the steam room. Oh, okay, I'll Actually, take it there too. No, wait a minute. You know what? Hold up. Wait. Wait. Come on. Wait. Okay. I need it for be summertime. Picture this. Work with me, you guys. It is summertime. Do you guys remember when Sharon was trying, when Nikki accused Sharon of seducing Nick by wearing that bikini and stuff with the short shorts? Go yeah. Back, go back on YouTube. Okay. All right. I wow. need for Nick. Yeah. You know, I just remember that. I need for Nick to wear shorts and no shirt and he's sweating and it's hot. And he has a glass of lemonade. Thank you. All right. On that note, we have one more show we have to cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, all right. David, give us the Bulls and the Beautiful. I mean, well, Bulls and the, the Beautiful, first, well, for some unknown reason, 
They brought Xander Avant back just to cause trouble for Thomas and Hope. And um, they're trying to stir up that Emma Barber thing. And we know, according to Brad Bell, this is what Brad Bell says, Thomas is not responsible for Emma's accident. They says that she was not paying attention. That that's according to the showrunner. But so that was a real storyline. Yes, it was. Two thousand nineteen okay. there, sir. Yes. All right, that I, she was a I didn't real know. person. Yeah, because you weren't watching them. Right. Anthony, if you wanna if you can add more to that to help Benny out. I am not pleased with this at all. Um, They set the storyline up to believe that Thomas was responsible for Emma's accident. And, you know, if you go back and rewrite, I'm just going to say it. There's so many other directions they could have they could have had to interfere with Hope and Thomas. This one bothers me. Candace? It is. But there, there's a couple things that, I don't know, that other people have seen. But, Candace, you know more because I was listening to the soap party last night. So what, did, what, what do you have to bring to that? Okay. So <clears throat> let me explain to you in real time, when this storyline happened, how everybody viewed it. Emma was going to tell Hope the truth about what she found out about Thomas' involvement with the baby. And Thomas, in his delusional mind, was like, okay, you can go, you go ahead and tell. Pretty much Emma was like, okay, I'm going to tell, tell Hope. I'm about to drive over to her house. Okay. Thomas was on the road, okay? Let me preface this. It was a dark night. And Thomas kept using the headlights to kind of, you know, blur the vision of Emma on the road, okay, while she was driving. (coughs) Now, yes, he kept doing that with the lights and everything like that. But Emma took her eyes off the road to try to text Hope. Here's where here's where it kind of the, the 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 situation blurs a little bit. Yes, Thomas was doing that on the road. Emma was texting and driving, and she tried to get the phone, and Thomas bumped her, and she went off the road, and Thomas watched her die. Bumper. That now again, that's where the controversy came from. If Emma wasn't looking at something else, she would have still kind of stayed focused on the road, right? And mm-hmm. if Thomas didn't bump her, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like a catch-22 because, yeah, both Thomas and Emma both was involved in her death. But it's like, again, one part of it was covered up, and that was Thomas's involvement. You see what I'm saying? So it's sort of like unsolved mysteries. It's like they're rehashing mm-hmm. this. 
Now, he might not said, have held the gun. No, to her. no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely jump in, Candace, and say this. I'm sorry. There's no need to do this. There is no need oh, to do this to do at all. Because no, you, Anthony, you know why gonna, wait, No, no, no. Hold up, hold up. Let me, let me make. Okay. You're gonna make us go through this where we all have the assumption that we have, and some people felt on the other side of it that she had just as much, and some people didn't. But the fact is, you're gonna villainize him to bring him back because we find out that she also wasn't paying attention. You didn't need to do this. There are other ways to get in between Thomas and Hope. Well, no, because I also think, okay, <clears throat> so this is what I think obviously is happening. Keep in mind, only one person knows about the accident. That's Ridge. Ridge covered it up. Steffi does not know Thomas's involvement. Yeah, prior that's to, true. Prior, and Hope does not know. Then, um, well, we know Hope. Uh, um, oh, shoot. Uh, uh, Xander, and let me address this, too. There was other factors and people that was involved as well with this whole secret about baby Beth. Zoe, obviously Paris, because the father was involved in it, you know, Mr. Beckham and stuff like this, Taylor. They all got to keep their jobs at Forrester. Xander did. Ridge punished him a little bit, banished him from Forrester creation. So Xander has not let that go yet. Forrester that, is that's a, a good point. Yeah. Forrester is a post-traumatic stress trigger for him. So the thing is, is that with Finn, who is Sheila Carter's son, and I'm bringing that up for a reason in a minute, he's always thought Thomas prior, and I'm going to bring this up, Finn has had issues with Thomas, and I think some people forgot about that because once upon a time, and it's funny because we have somebody with, this, with, this, with, this, with the same name here. There was a character named Vinny. Mm-hmm. Thomas is oh, the yeah. friend in the whole wide world who kept a secret about the baby and about some other things, including a paternity test. Because that's when we didn't know if, if Liam or Finn was the father of the baby. That's that he was carrying. And Finn Yeah, and Vinny had and weird feelings. Up. Right. So Finn showed up and beat the mess out of Vinny, and Vinny told him who did it, and it was Thomas. So for those who keep saying, where did this Finn not liking Thomas come from? Go back a couple of years, because that's where I begun at. Also, there's a lot of things that Thomas has, I mean, Finn has witnessed regarding Thomas, including his mental issue, which, thank you, Steffi Forrester, was brought up because I said he has a trigger. Thomas has a, okay, Thomas did not have a tumor, folks. I want to put that out there. He had a brain bleed. He had a bleed of the brain, which caused him to hallucinate and everything else like that. But he has mental health issues that has not been dealt with in a proper manner. And I'm sorry, if my mom is my therapist, I'm going to have to get a new therapist because you're going to babysit him. You're literally, Ridge Taylor, you babyfied, you babyfied Thomas to the point where some of this is actually your fault, too, because y'all always covered his butt as well. With Steffi and Thomas, 
But again, let me just kind of get back to the thing. The reason that they're bringing this up is for some people, they know that time is, is unstable. They know that if he doesn't get his way or something, he may go backwards. When it comes to hope, and I'm sorry, Thomas and Hope, that I, I tried, but I couldn't do it because I remember all the stuff that Thomas has done yeah. to Hope. And, yes, Hope has done to Thomas. But the thing is is that nobody knows the capability of, like, how far he will go because, obviously, the show forgot that this is the same guy who set a house on fire with his own sister and his yep. uncle, brother, cousin, Rick. You say that 20 times, right, on soap, right? Yep. So oh, to yeah. me, I see, I see while they're opening this up because now it's like Thomas, Thomas is going to face a consequence. But you notice something though, aha! They're going to find a way to get him out of it. Right, Thomas proposed to Hope. Yep. Hope got the ring. She didn't say it's yes. Around her neck. It's around her neck. Now let's put two and two together and see what we come up with. How many of you guys think that if push comes to shove, Thomas gets locked up, arrested, and they go to court, and they try to have yep. Hope testify? Yep. What do you think Hope will probably do? I do. I do. Thank you. But Thank I you. do, I do, I do. Yep. They can play the Abba song. I do, I do, I do, Wait, I do, I quick, do. Real quick, Brad. And, Brad, if you're listening to the show, and if I see this on the show, I know the address. I know it. I know it. We'll come after you. I'm joking. <laughs> we just want credit <laughs> and the money. Vemo us. <laughs> mm, this darn show. I'm Although I will say I'm happy seeing, I'm happy seeing a different storyline than um, Eric, Eric being in the hospital. Like, it was a month of literally just that, which I get it. You know, health scares are there, but when you have a half-hour show, it's kind of hard to, you know, get everybody in when it's, uh, you know, just get different storylines. Um, uh-huh. Although I do, have to pose, I do have to pose a question. Um, am I the only one getting the vibes that uh, Bill is Luna's father? <laughs> I think they want you to think they're going that way. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't I, I know, agree with David. I don't think. I mean, I, I don't know the history, but that. I don't know. I mean, like I don't know the history, but I'm getting that vibe. Well, Bill, Bill likes to, um, you know, test. Go. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> He likes He's like no testing. How about that? Bill <laughs> likes knowing the DNA of everyone involved. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill mm-hmm. likes that kind of you know confirmation and and you know Bill's not afraid I, to uh, stick his nose in where it doesn't belong either. True. Okay. I mean, yeah. with um, Darren Brooks gone as Wyatt. That leaves Liam like the only, the sole person there. And they might think that they want to bring in another sibling for him. I I don't know if I wanted to go there or not. 
I, I go back and forth. I want them to give Bill a, wom- a, a different woman from completely off the canvas. I, I, I kind of want Bill to go, you know, to go through something. I'd like Bill to go be in between Poppy and Lee. I, I want them to. I want them to bring something completely new in. Um, Somebody it, new. Yeah, it, it's all stale. Yeah, that's me, Candace. What do you think? I don't think Luna is, is Bill's child. Here's what I think. Okay, so first and foremost. Bill and Poppy is Boppy. Boppy! Yeah, if you watch Trolls, you got it too. Boppy. I'm thinking of, no, no, Boppy! The thing Boppy, is, Boppy. is that Bill is a player. He was a playboy before he had children, okay? Yep. And again, anytime a woman was around him, literally painted fell off, okay? Okay, that means Don Diamant. Come on now. Duh. Here's what I know about Poppy. <laughs> She popped the edible. She is like, I don't know her, but she comes off as this wild person. Like, she had a wild child. Like, she was like, woo, flower power, all that stuff, right? And I'm like, okay, Bo, you are setting it up to where you want me to believe that Luna is the biological child because Bill needs to have a daughter, right? Okay. At the same time, I'm thinking to myself, okay, y'all had this one, you know, moment, this one moment in time. Do I trust, well, I say Poppy, Poppy, that this could be the father? No, I don't think Bill is the father. I'm, I'm asking, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm just like, to me, I think she saw an opportunity, or she sees the opportunity, and she's going with it. I don't think that, I don't think that girl's Bill. I don't think so either. Is she someone on the canvas though? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, okay. In the perfect world, I'm going world, with Deacon right now. And oh no, Deacon with two two daughters. Oh no, Mm-mm. that's the only <laughs> one I can possibly person, think of. The person I want is should be on canvas. His movie uh, was was one of the winners at the Golden Globe Awards, and that is Jack Finnegan. Ooh. Oh, I would because, I would say because right. to me, I feel as though that is a missed opportunity that needs to be addressed or needs to happen. Because we all oh. know Jack ain't Jack ain't no saint. He's he's. I mean, hello, Sheila. So I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. And keep in mind, um, Lee couldn't have kids. That's right. Lee couldn't have kids. I so forgot about me, that. I get, so I just see a drunk knight turn into Luna. There you go, Brett. Helped you guys out. Once again, we just take Venmo. Lizelle. Yep, and ties it right to Finn, which, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. Yep. Benny, think, I mean, what are you yeah, loving about? Bill, but be, be Jack. Let me see the one. Check that out. Benny, what are you loving? What am I loving? Right um, well, I, I'm enjoying the new storylines. No, but seriously, I, um, I really liked. I really liked the. First of all, give. I mean, I know Thornton K won for best leading male, 
this year it's a, it's a uh, daytime Emmys. I, I yep. think he got nailed for next year as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, his just the way he – you could feel the emotion from him when he was going back and forth on whether to let, you know, Finn do the experimental procedure on Eric in the hospital. And, you know, he you could just – you know, it really felt like a, like a son trying to make that decision for his father. You know, the family struggle about you got – you know, everybody's trying to say, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. He's like, but Dad said not to do anything, uh, you know, superhero-like in order to save him. He just, he's ready to go. And, you know, we don't know what this is going to leave him. And you could just feel the emotion from him. Like, I, yeah. I'm i sorry, but in my opinion, give that man the, the daytime Emmy again next year. He earned it. Um I, I'm 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 enjoying I'm enjoying what's the um, the little bit of a rivalry between uh, RJ and was it Zenday? Um, and you know there you know Zenday's like well I it was my idea to you know continue Eric's line for him while he's in the hospital and then RJ's like well my dad already asked me to do it with him. And it's like I don't know the whole world of, world of fashion, so why can't all three of them work on it? <laughs> but that's just that's just my opinion. That wouldn't cause enough controversy for a soap if that was the case. Um, but I'm in, I'm I'm really enjoying getting into the show because you know I I mean I literally binged probably about a month of sh- a month to a month and a half of shows in in two weeks because I was that far back. So um, now that I'm current, I'm I'm really liking it. You know, I think, like General Hospital, you know, they're setting, you know, they're in the middle of readjusting and resetting yeah. storylines. Um, and both have this habit of, you know, building towards a shocking moment, and then after mm-hmm. the shocking moment, not having a sweeping follow-through. You know, you get you get a resolution because it's a soap opera. You have to. But when yeah. when you build up to something that's big you've got to mm-hmm. actually kind of slide down a really long slide afterwards. It's, it's got to yeah. the payback also has to come with, you know, reverberating repercussions. You have to, you know, and that's, that's been both issue lately, you know, the last couple of years, not all, not every storyline, but more often than not. And I'm just, I'm just worried that the pieces of the puzzle are set that they could be really, really good and explosive, or they could, you know, spiral off into stuff and be where Bold was like a year and a half ago. Candace. Yeah. I I agree with you. I feel so like Bold, Bold sets up so, so many good, like, directions. Like, right now what I'm seeing is hopefully arrive, like, something to – Steffi versus Thomas. I've been asking, I've been begging for the longest time. Yep. Um, I did not see today's episode for morning, so if it did happen, y'all let me know like later. I'm going to still watch it. But I feel as though I need movement because, yeah, after coming off of this emotional high with the whole Eric, you know, situation, which, woo, that got me. Yep. To yep. now with Thomas and this whole, you know, his past is coming back to haunt him. How is it going to affect Hope and all that? 
I'm invested. And but at the same time, you're actually kind of giving me. You actually are giving me three storylines on Bowen and Beautiful, which is not. I don't think we've been able to do that in a while. And here's the three stories. Yes, Eric's health is still a storyline, but it's not the A storyline. It's the C storyline right, right now. The B storyline yeah. is the whole boppy stuff about Luna. I yep. so because I got when I say that, I'm also including RJ, Luna, and um, Zenday. By the way, by the way, uh, the young actor who plays Zenday, I'm watching you too. Because I feel as though yep. they're only giving you something too. To, to 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 eat eat some meat and potatoes with too, so the, mm-hmm. the body all that stuff and of course the number one stuff is Thomas you know and hope and all of this stuff. But I do feel as though but see here's the thing this is the season for bold and beautiful to do this and let me explain. It is now January. We go through February, March is their anniversary, April, and half of May. Also in March, there's something called March Madness. Now, y'all know that Wednesday before March Madness, they're going to probably do something. After yeah. After after half of May, like towards Memorial Day, is when they kind of have their moment where it's like, oh, okay. You ran out of safe. Yeah. Okay. You know, whew, okay. Oh, we're about to pick it back up in October. Okay. They go through their highs and lows, but I'm here for it. I want to see how this all plays out because – Woo, the time and stuff, and I'm like, okay, we got Sheila's son. And I'm saying this because I think that's going to kind of shake Finn a little bit. Yeah. I think, like, with Thomas, We're going to finally to... see him tap into yeah. his mother's side of his DNA. Because yep. he already said something. He said, I will never let, let Hope be near you. And I'm like, okay, that's a little protective obsessed. But, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I just hope it doesn't. For some reason, y'all, I have a feeling I'm going to relive the Emma's death again with somebody on the show. Well, who is who is he to hope for him to be that protective over her? A friend. Oh, that's it, just a friend, not like a brother or a cousin or... No, uh-uh. Just okay, what they've done him. with Finn, though, is they've given him the hero complex over and over and over again in the show. Of course, he's a doctor. He's, he's the bleeding heart hero. So... What they've also done in the past is Hope has, Hope has had um, multiple stalkers, multiple, you know, simmering loves that we didn't know about that suddenly blossomed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, obsessions. So they're kind of, they're giving us a mixture storyline now. And, and he is Sheila's son, so something could be triggered in him that he's fixated on being Hope's hero. David, take it away. Yeah, exactly. He wants they want they want to set Finn up to show his Sheila side, and um, I think I want to see it. What about you all? You want to see it? I definitely yeah. want to see oh, yeah. Candy Girl. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and we'll talk about it oh. in, in two weeks. <laughs> We're about to get cut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been Take Two Radio Stokes. Check us out, and we will be back in two weeks with another dynamic, sizzling show. And um, have a forever and a day wonderful two weeks until yeah. we're back. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. everybody. Happy New Year, guys. Woo.
Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.